0: Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I sit down with the Australian artist, John Kay. How are you going? Good, Tom. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. So, uh, you're um, Gold Coast-based, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, at the moment, yeah. Yeah? What do you mean at the moment? Do you move around a bit or...? You... I am I moved back there um, about a
1: year ago now, six months ago. Yeah. Fuck, when was it? It must have been... The beginning of last year. Um, yeah, it's almost been a year now. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so you, you grew up there as well? Uh,
1: I went to high school there. Yeah. So I... So your formative years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I um, moved around a lot before that. And then once I, I think I moved to the Gold Coast when I was 13 and I stayed there till I was about 18. Yeah. And, yeah, now I'm back.
0: Cool. And so do, you, do your parents live there and all that sort of stuff? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They do at the moment, yeah.
0: So it's technically home. I always consider wherever your parents are to be home.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the case.
0: Yeah. So did you grow up surfing and stuff like that? Or is that just... I've a, never um, surfed before yeah. in my life. It's just a, a stereotype. Oh, it's
1: pretty common, but I just... I don't fit into that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was a skateboarder. I don't live that close to the beach. I was always sort of halfway between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. So when I was in high school, I didn't have a car and the beach is still 40 minutes from where I was. So I yeah. never went surfing or anything, really. All
0: right. So, um, like, how did you get into art? Um,
1: shit. I always liked art when I was young. I got into art probably progressively through graffiti. Hmm. Um, like I had an interest in art beforehand, and then started skateboarding and painting and stuff, and then did a full circle, I guess. Yeah. Eventually.
0: Yeah. The Gold Plate got the Gold Coast is an interesting place. I haven't been there for years. Like the last time I went there, I accidentally um, timed it for schoolies week. <laughs> it was like just bad timing. It's like looking at the the calendar with my wife going oh when can we get up there and it's like oh we've got a gap between this week and that week and
1: did you stay in surface paradise yeah
0: yeah yeah oh, i was shocking There was like <laughs> like you know we arrived to the hotel and yeah. we didn't realize until we got there and there's just like kids everywhere and like they were throwing up in the foyer and yeah, all that's
1: pretty full on
0: yeah and we thought oh, we will stay at a um, pretty swanky place and all you get is like the <laughs> spoiled rich kids you know. Yeah. it's like oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah. Did you did you partake when you were younger? Uh,
1: when I was real young, like, I think I didn't really go for my own year. I went the year or two leading up to that. And mm-hmm. then by the time I was 18, I was sort of not spending as much time on the Gold Coast. I was more in Brisbane then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I haven't been back for a while. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So what's the art scene like up there these days?
1: There's more happening now than there was. It's picking up. Um, Compared to Melbourne and Sydney and stuff, it's still a little bit behind, I guess, or quiet. Uh, I don't, like, I sort of keep to myself a little bit up there. Like, I don't, um, I'm not that involved with what's happening because i used to just go back there for holidays and stuff i wouldn't really work from there so now that i'm living there again i'm slowly hearing about things and meeting people and stuff and there's there's a few there's like it's it's definitely growing but um yeah i don't i don't don't know about too much that's happening compared to other places in australia i think it's a little bit behind
0: yeah but like uh, like coming out of um like brisbane and uh and like Gold Coast area, I've seen like a lot of really good stuff come out of there. Like, yeah, there's a
1: lot of talented people there, <clears throat> for sure. Um, I feel like a lot of them leave though. Yeah. Like there's, or I don't know, the people that I know, a lot of really talented people have come out of there and they've all moved overseas or to other cities and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why, I guess, just grass is always greener
0: yeah I've never really like had a lot of um, connection with with that part of Australia but I've just I've like from watching from afar though like through the 2000s and yeah. oh, like just watching like DTS like oh yeah graffiti so.
1: wise there's a lot of talented yeah. artists like I'm um, I don't know it's hard to comment because it's so like I moved back there purely for the fact that I didn't have anything to do with anything anymore and that was the attraction for me like I'm it's easy to get stuff done because um I don't like all my friends are in other places now there's a couple like there's a couple good people doing good stuff there still but um I found when I lived in Melbourne and lived overseas and stuff it was so hard I had so many things I wanted to do and it take me so long to do them because there's so much other shit happening so um I just decided to go back there for like well for quite a few reasons but um, as far as painting and stuff's concerned, it's good to be there because it's there isn't that much happening,
0: so it's like you don't feel like you're missing out on shit. Yeah, single focus, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's nice for the time being. Um, I'm enjoying it. it. Feels like a vacation
0: almost. So, um, so growing up, like, did you have any um like mentors creatively? Uh.
1: Yeah, originally they were probably, like, I I got into painting really early, I think, like, when I was really young. How old? Um, I started painting when I was 13, I think. Oh. And, but, like, at that point, my friends were all 16, 17, 18, like, they were older people, and they weren't, they were mentors, but they weren't very good mentors, like, they were involved in lots of bad shit, and they were sort of the people that I was looking up to at the time, which was not a good thing and then by the time I was about 16 or 17 um I learned a lot of things the hard way and then I met a lot of people that were doing a lot of really good shit and sort of uh it's hard to describe I guess but yeah it turned out good but yeah to answer your question yeah I did have a lot of mentors good and bad people doing good and bad shit. and now I'm old enough to know the difference but at the time it's a little bit hard to distinguish
0: yeah what about now do you have anyone like sort of um helping you with your career or anything like that
1: oh no (laughs) No. i have people help like i have people close to me that you know help me they inspire me and like my friends and stuff that are massive helps but as far as art goes like i i've got my friend Lachlan there that i talk to most days and we um have a lot of similar sort of a similar outlook on things and then there's a couple dudes that do design and things like that that i spend a lot of time with and we work together on stuff but it's a lot smaller than everywhere else in the world that i've lived like it's just sort of stick to myself and do like i'll work really hard when i'm there and then i'll go somewhere else and sort of relax and do fun stuff and yeah i just treat it more as a base to work out of and keep to myself a little bit
0: yeah so um, so what, what brings you to Melbourne this time?
1: Um, there's a few things like I've got, I've been meaning to come down for quite a while. I obviously wanted to come and catch up with you and do this and uh, visit a couple of friends that I've been meaning to come see that I've been putting off for a while. And then I've got a friend's exhibition. Um, he's from Brisbane. He's one of my really close friends. I haven't told him I'm here yet, but I wanted to come and support him and stuff so yeah lots of reasons really just good timing and um i've been working a lot at home and i've been yeah i don't know i needed a break yeah. <laughs> and i love melbourne so yeah
0: it's just a weekend getaway right? yeah pretty much there's okay. a few
1: few things that um justify the trip work related things and then i can catch up with some people and stuff at the same time so it's it should be good yeah,
0: it's good to tie it all into one yeah thing, exactly so just to, uh, yeah one, just one only one thing I, mean, I
1: feel like my life's a fucking holiday most of the time so I can't justify going away when I'm doing what I'm doing all yeah. the time
0: why well, is that do you like do you so do you live off your art
1: uh yeah I do yeah yeah yeah. I do I do like I do murals and design and I do a bunch of different shit but technically yeah like I don't have a normal job yeah as you'd say
0: yeah so how long have you been doing that for uh
1: well, I had I worked as a designer originally when I was younger, and then I quit my job there six years ago now. Yeah, and I've been doing this since, but it wasn't it wasn't a um, planned thing. Like I never intended on surviving off my art. I just happened to manage to do it, but it was more like I went overseas and I was just doing things to make money, or whatever. And I just always thought like, oh, as soon as this fails, I'll go get another job and you know, so far so good.
0: So design's always been like your fallback
1: gig? Oh, I don't like my design at all. Like I did that as a job for a couple of years when I um, was younger and then I quit the job and I wouldn't, have, like I would go back and work in that field, but I'm, I don't like using the computer very much. So it wouldn't be something I want, like enjoy doing. But If I had to go get a job, I'd probably look for a job in some other field that was totally unrelated to what I do.
0: Yeah have you um have you ever like had moments where you thought that's it I'm gonna have to go get get my job
1: uh, yeah every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's actually I always think it's probably gonna turn to shit at some point but it really hasn't it's been it's been good like stuff just seems to work out I try not to think too far ahead or I'll get real stressed about it because it's not it's not stable and I, I don't I could probably make a lot smarter business decisions if I sacrificed some of the, like I try, to, I try to only do stuff that I really want to do and I try to just hope for the best. It's like all or nothing. I'll, I'll do my art or whatever you want to call it. I'll do paintings and stuff that I want to do and try and sell them if people want to buy them enough. But I don't like to compromise in between. Like I was doing murals and stuff for a few years and I just didn't enjoy turning, like I, I consider it a hobby or something. Mm. And it's sustainable at the moment, but I don't really want to rely on it because I feel like that can jeopardise how much I'll enjoy it. So I'd rather um, I'd rather paint whatever I want and stuff. And if I can survive off that, then I will. But if not, I'll go work somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I am. Um this year is the first year that I've sort of thrown the towel in on my career as well. Yeah. And that's weird because I worked so hard to get, get a good career. And now it's like, now I realise I didn't actually want to yeah, do it anymore. Yeah,
1: it's just, it's whatever sort of suits the person, I think. But yeah. I just, I worked in an office for a couple of years when I was young and I just didn't see the point. Like I, Yeah. I, you know, even when I was making really good money, there was nothing else I wanted. Like I'd save up to go on a trip to go painting or something. And the stuff that I enjoyed doing... I worked out that I could do without working like I can make enough money going somewhere and painting something and having a trip or I'd go get a job in an office and fucking save for three months and go do the same thing anyway on Mm. the time off so it didn't make much sense to me at the time so I thought I'd just quit and go do some traveling and painting and stuff and then when it all kind of ended I'd come back and bite the bullet and get a job somewhere and it's sort of worked out so far
0: yeah yeah I'm 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 a bit the same. I'm, like, I'm only in month three. <laughs> it's taken, <laughs> nah, it's taken right. me 20 yeah. years to get the confidence to do it. But yeah. I found that there's like, um, like just from painting what I want, when I yeah. want, things are coming my way a lot more yeah. than trying to squeeze them in outside of yeah, work. Yeah, you it's can't so like, force it. I think if yeah. you
1: enjoy, like, I, you know, I've seen the stuff you do and if you like painting what you're painting and you just continuously do it without too much compromise, the right people are attracted to it. And... Um, you know like it might not appeal to everyone or it might not be that commercial or collectible or sellable whatever the fucking shit's called but like if you continuously do something you find the right audience and mm-hmm. it seems to it seems to work like I don't want to jinx it but
0: <laughs> yeah but I think there's power in like um painting what you want when you want and developing your style and putting yourself out there as mm-hmm. that artist because because i remember like speaking to like dabs and miler about it years ago yeah um and they were and that their dream was to paint what they want when they want yeah and not be commercial artists painting being painting just what people are telling them to paint if you know what i mean yeah and um and you look at them now and it's like they they, they just paint stuff and yeah. sell it and a lot of you know millions of artists around the world are doing the same thing i think it's um like i think if you become a jack of all trades <laughs> sort of uh, yeah you know I don't know I've, like I've got some friends who are really good commercial artists and they can paint um, photo realism. yeah and because they like people clients look at them and go oh you can paint anything oh well, in that mm-hmm. case I want a cat over there yeah a I dog want you to replicate there. this or do yeah, that yeah, or, yeah. you know yeah. like
1: that stuff's fine it works for some people really well but I'd just rather not be that person yeah
0: exactly <laughs> it's, I think it's a different thing it's like I, I see that you're technically living off your art but you're a commercial artist yeah it's you're not, not fun there, like yeah
1: from graffiti you go paint whatever you want and you don't have to show anyone or you can or whatever. Yeah. And it's really enjoyable. And then just because you're still using spray cans to paint a mural or something, if you've got a brief and someone's bossing you around and stuff, it's not the same thing and it's not No. Um it's not that fun. Like some people love that, that's great. I wish I was that easily pleased or whatever. Life would be pretty simple but it doesn't feel as satisfying and mm. I think like if you paint things you really like to paint all the time and other people like it and they're willing to pay for it and stuff then that's cool but i, I don't want to change the <laughs> dynamic of that like i'd rather i'd rather paint less and just go work somewhere else to make money to do it if i had to then compromise what i do
0: yeah yeah because it's weird you know you, you know when you're painting outdoors and the general public comes up to you and asks for really funny requests <laughs> yeah like i like keep paint a portrait of my daughter <laughs> in a in her bedroom it's like can you see what I'm painting? I can't do that stuff. You know? Yeah, I know. It becomes
1: a performance when you're doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah, had and this massive guy come up to me in London. He was he was huge. He walked up to me and goes, "Hey, paint my face." And as a joke, <laughs> I went up and pretended to spray paint him in the face. And he was like, "What are you doing?" Didn't he was like, it. "Oh, you said paint my face." You know. <laughs> <laughs> <But Yeah>. uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: everyone's got an opinion.
0: Yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, so you, like, you used to live in Melbourne, didn't you?
1: I moved to Melbourne, uh, 2010, I think, or nine, late 2009, early 2010. I was coming down here all the time, you know, every month or every couple of months to see my friends and the trips were getting longer and longer. And we came down here, I came down here with five of my friends from Brisbane for like a week or two. And when we were all supposed to go back, only two went back and three of us just stayed and we ended up getting a house and lived here for a year or so before I went home and then eventually went home and packed up like my life and came back again and um I lived here for four four years like on and off which was good yeah but yeah like I said it's hard to it's such a great city that it's hard to be productive at that point in time because I was a lot of my friends lived here and I was sort of studying and not really working much doing a few paintings here and there enough to get by it was it was, it was kind of like a holiday that lasted a long time and eventually I had to pull the pin and call it quits for a while.
0: Yeah, what were you studying?
1: I did an art, I did a bunch of courses. It was just an excuse to have something to do. A few days a week, I studied art, photography, business. Just lots of short courses. Like yeah. Just, um, yeah, it wasn't a career move. It was just things I was interested in learning about.
0: Yeah no harm in that
1: no exactly it just yeah Yeah. I didn't <laughs> I felt like I had to be doing something and that was pretty manageable
0: yeah so I was, I've been looking at a lot of your work like over the years anyway but leading up to to sitting down with you and having a chat as well and I've noticed like you do a lot of studio work and a lot of painting outdoors but like um, like when you go through the process of sort of practice say you go oh, I want to paint like um, flowers or something like that like Mm. you know you've painted like the vases that were knocked over and everything spilling out of them like do you would you practice it in the studio first and then take it to the wall or vice versa it's probably the opposite for me like
1: I feel more confident outside um, with aerosol I'm spending a lot more time painting indoors now like I'm a lot more interested in canvas and stuff and trying to use brushes I've had a few friends get sick from spray paint and like, I just, I don't know, I want to I experiment with it. So I'm trying to make that my focus, but I'm definitely, I enjoy painting outside. I enjoy painting with spray paint, so, like, it would be the other way around Yeah. most of the time. I'd probably paint something on a wall and then be like, yeah, I like that, I'm going to try and do it some more inside. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it, but I think, yeah.
0: And and do you have a studio or do you work from home? Yeah, I have a studio.
1: Yeah, well, it's yeah, I have a studio at my house at the moment. Okay, it's just a garage converted into a studio. It's pretty good. It's all, yeah. all you need, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a room to yeah. paint in.
0: Do you have people come and hang out and paint with you and stuff like that? Or are you just nah. isolated? <laughs> nah, yeah.
1: not really. Yeah, um, just the few people that I talk to, but it's very quiet. Yeah which I like like it's it's actually difficult at first to get used to I think but that's it's a good thing because I'm I like going outside and painting walls and stuff too much to say no and it's way easier and quicker and I know you know that it I don't know I've just done that for so long that I feel that's why I wanted to move back to the coast and do this because I knew that if there was less distractions I'd probably actually have to commit to that sort of thing so yeah yeah if i said it was fun i'd be lying but i think it's the right thing to do at the moment
0: yeah like because uh, you know we're here at my studio now you can see yeah. there's, there's a lot of people here there's, i like, know there's, people drinking um, beer and playing yeah. ping pong and oh like, it's friday afternoon yeah. so it's a bit of a different vibe but um <laughs> the ping pong's always going the beers aren't always flowing but, but um but i love having the social element but everyone's sort of here to work as well yeah uh, which fi- is good i find that um when uh when a friend will call me up and go oh you know oh let me know when you're at the studio I'll come and hang out it's like yeah no and that, that's not that I'm I'm there to work you, you have know? to be if you yeah, want to we yeah. want to hang out we can go paint a wall we can go to the yeah. pub we can go do whatever but I wish you know, I was that
1: disciplined but yeah. I don't know I I get pretty into it like when I'm painting it's sort of everything or nothing like yeah. I have to I'll just stay home for days and paint and then go have a week off or something but I can't I can't kind of like do an hour's worth of work and then leave and come back and stuff, I, I found that, <clears throat> like, I was away for six months last year and I d- didn't paint anything. Like, I, I, canvas-wise, I didn't do a thing the whole time. I did one sketch in six months and I was just like, fuck, I need to... I had all these ideas and things I wanted to do and I was always, like, talking, like, you know, people asking me to buy things and the stuff that I had was three years old and I hadn't done anything that was actually like that I could keep it was all on walls and stuff so and I I just wanted to I was like I need to get a studio maybe I'll go to like Germany and spend a week here and do a couple paintings and shit and I'd go to Germany and not do a thing like that like I just do other stuff so I um came back here and now I'm painting a lot which is good but I need that isolation to be to do anything I just can't say no to shit
0: yeah so do you, do you find that um like with what, what you paint like in in the studio, do you feel that that like it all spawns from your graffiti and like painting walls and stuff like that? Like how everything has like um like flat oh. colors and black outline and do you, do you um like um, is that is that a deliberate thing or do you just? Uh, it's hard to say. Have?
1: Like to be honest, I've probably for the last two years I've tried to separate the stuff I share. Like i have mm. probably only been posting maybe 50% of what I've been doing Mm. so it's I try to make sure the stuff that I put on the internet is things that I want people to see and it sort of makes sense and it has the same look but I've been doing a lot of like other work just for myself for to you know play around with different ideas and like when I look at the stuff that I do it all looks so different to me and I don't have a clue where it comes from it's just just sort of the way it turns out but I, I don't I don't have like a specific process or medium or it just changes daily for me and then the things that look like they make sense and I am I want to show people at the time I will but then I, I kind of keep a lot of things that I haven't shared yet yeah. which I don't know just because it doesn't seem to fit in with stuff and I don't see the point in just being like oh look what I did today every single day because Lots of things like I might really like it, but I might expect that no one else will, and that's okay because I'm, I'm not trying to do shit everyone likes. But if it seems too strange at the time, I just won't share it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. What was the question about graffiti? Does, I think like, stuff like does like have that influence, yeah. Is that
0: like, what you Yeah, it's like, do you like is it um, it's like not strategic, a de- it's just, a deliberate, no, deliberate it's not thing to it's, it's just sort of the like stuff that I like the look of, like, yeah.
1: Um, but the paintings I've done like everything I've done this year has pretty much tried to stray away from that Mm. but I haven't shown anyone any of that stuff yet but I feel like it still looks like it's put together the same way but it's a little bit less um, less black like less outlined Yeah. same same like reoccurring things from the past work but painted a little bit differently like a lot lot less spray paint and more brushes and no pens and no drawings it's all just i'm just trying to be using like mostly all acrylic paint and canvas so yeah. this stuff kind of has a different aesthetic because of that but yeah, yeah i don't know it's hard to comment on your own work like it yeah someone else will look at it and be like i will just have their own opinion and i'll be like what the fuck are you talking about i don't know
0: yeah I, I had a bit of that, by like, manning my exhibition. Yeah. People come in and just go, oh, da 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 just like, oh, no, it's yeah. got it, you got it wrong. <laughs> Is that what you see? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> you like... don't. It's crazy, because you spend so long looking at it yourself. Mm. You don't... Someone else will walk in and say something to me, and it'll dawn on me as soon as they say it. It's so obvious, but I've been staring at it for two months and haven't seen it, so... Yeah. That's probably the downfall of, like, not painting around people, but it's also a good thing, I think, because... That stuff can sway your,
0: yeah.
1: Sway your process.
0: Yeah, you want a lot of people's opinions, not just one person. I've learned that. In yeah, the past, like, or you don't, time. and you just don't yeah. care.
1: But yeah. they I'm, both have a different outcome. Yeah,
0: you like one person says one thing, and you have a sleepless <laughs> night about it, and then you re- realise three yeah. days later that they don't, they, they, they don't know shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the
1: beauty of like. That's what I try to do. Heaps of shit. Wait till it's completely finished, and then I'll choose what to show people. And they yeah. like, even if they. Have an opinion about it. It's too late because I've already, yeah, closed that book. So yeah,
0: yeah. so you, you've got an um, exhibition coming up on the sixth of April in Sydney. Yeah, like um, like can you tell me a bit about that?
1: Um, yeah, it's called Desire and Compulsion. It's uh, not really a your normal kind of exhibition. We've just I've hired a space in Sydney in Surrey Hills. It's like a storefront, and we um. When I say we, of, I'm having an exhibition there on the Thursday night, which is the 6th, and then I've kind of worked on it with a friend of mine, Chris. He's got a clothing company, and then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he's going to come in with some of his clothes and stuff, so we're going to have, like, a pop-up store for a few days. And, um, yeah, should be fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um, where is it? Do you know the address uh, off the top of your head?
1: No, nah, it's Crown Street, Surrey Hills yeah I don't know the address I don't know the number I should probably find that out yeah
0: what's your um what's your friend's uh pop-up shop
1: um his his company is pronounced sushi but it's spelt with a p a silent p-s-e-u-s-h-i and it's him and his friend Wes they do it together and like I really like he does a lot of stuff like I've worked with him in the past on publishing projects and he, run, he works for a gallery that I had a show at a few years ago and stuff and he like I just get along with him really well and I was supposed to have a show a month or two ago in Sydney at a gallery and it wasn't really going to plan like the, the dude that owns this or the dude that manages the space had some family shit happen and the date got pushed back a few times and it was like all the signs were sort of pointing it, pulling the pin on it so we which yeah now looking back it was a blessing because i'm really keen to do this idea like ourselves it's it's our own space and it's not your standard gallery show and the work i've done doesn't really suit the standard thing anyway so i think it's a lot better fit and we can shape it how we want and it's just like a a party to show the work and then with the clothing thing there i think that's a cool like sometimes if i'm going to have a show and it's just my work I want to put a lot of effort into it if I'm going to expect people to come and see it in person. But because there's the extra element here for the shop, it's sort of like I get to decorate the space with my paintings and show them, but I'm not pushing them in people's faces too much, which I feel more comfortable about because they weren't technically for a show. I was just doing the paintings anyway, and this is a good way to show them.
0: So what type of uh, work are you showing?
1: Uh, they're really big canvases. Like They're the biggest, they're the biggest canvases I've ever done mostly done with brush paint um like i I was doing them anyway i started them about six months ago because the show that i did last november it was a book release mixed with the show and the space was kind of small so i did a lot of small drawing like they were ink on paper but as soon as i finished that i wanted to do some really big paintings because like i hadn't had the chance leading up to that show I didn't really have a plan for what I was going to do with them. I just felt like doing it. And then once, um, once I'd finished a couple of them, I locked the show in. And then the show fell through, and I had all this work that no one had seen. And I wanted, I didn't want to have a group show, and I didn't want to have a standard sort of solo show a year later at a gallery and do all the stuff for that. I just wanted a place to put them up, to sort of, so I could move past it or whatever and show the work. And then I was talking to Chris and he had this idea for a pop-up thing so we just worked on that together and I, I feel like it's a more it'll be a fun experience it's more suitable for what we're doing yeah. but the, yeah the work is there's a few canvases they're really big they're all done with paintbrush i haven't done any prints or books or anything for this one it's more just focused on the paintings and it's not really like the objective is not really to sell them and do all that stuff i just wanted a place to exhibit it quickly and let some people come have a look and go to Sydney and whatever.
0: Yeah. Have you done a lot of shows in the past?
1: Uh, this is my one, two, this is my fourth solo show. Oh. right.
0: Cool.
1: I've done a couple of group shows and stuff before that, but yeah, this is the fourth one.
0: Yeah, and where, where were the others, were they all? Um
1: the first one was in Sydney with, with Chris Yeah. Um, at Good Space Gallery in Chippendale that would have been two years ago now. And then I did a residency at the start of last year in Perth and I had an exhibition, like I did a residency for three months and then had a show at the end of it. And Porcelain Paradise was in November. That was the book launch that I did the smaller work for. So that that was like, it was a solo show, but the focus of that was to release the book and then the work just accompanied it. And yeah, this one's, this one's um, I don't know if you'd call it, it's not a standard gallery show but I'm the only artist, so Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, call it what you want.
0: That's no, a good way of doing it though. It's like um, it's sort of out of the frustration of not knowing where to where yeah, to show the stuff. It just
1: makes a lot more sense to me yeah. at the moment. Like I think the work suits the style of this better. Yeah. Um for me. And you don't have to uh cater for anyone else. Or like if I was going to have a gallery show, I'd want to put a lot of work into making sure it's worth the person's wild and stuff. So this is like I've put a fucking lot of work into this as well, but it's different. I focus just on the paintings mm. and, you know, if a gallery's taking the commission, then they obviously want to make sales and stuff. But because that's not really my intention with this, I'd feel a little bit guilty if somebody was working with me and depending on that, if I didn't really want to sell the work. Mm. So this makes a lot more sense
0: yeah I find it weird if you're like when you're dealing with galleries like you sort of it's like you owe them in a way yeah I know know that's what I mean mean by the dynamic like it's
1: a you guys have both invested interest and both want it to succeed in their the idea of success but like Mm. I just wanted a building to put my paintings up in and see them all together and let some people come and have some Mm. beers and listen to music and then the clothing thing suits it and it's all, it all works really well like I'm happy about the way we've put it all together.
0: Yeah. So there's something about like um you know working on a body of work in the studio and you you know you do a painting and then you you pop it up against the wall and then you do another painting and you, you yeah that one gets covered and, all that, and you sort of see them individually but when you um when you hang them up in a gallery yeah. or even a uh, like a pop-up shop like you're doing it's just good to see them as as one like as a body yeah, know, of work. Yeah, I know, yeah, that's the
1: these ones all go together and just because of the size they're all each piece is like the biggest piece of canvas i could get and it is from the ground to the roof so oh really they're like a complete polar opposite of what i did for the last show where it was really restricted by size i've just done them as big as i could with the space i had at the time so like i'd have to do one completely take it down do the next one and stuff so there um they're all in Sydney waiting to be unpacked and put together, but I really needed the space to... Like, it's a pretty big shot. It's big enough to put them all in, so... I, yeah, I needed to find... I needed to do something like this with them. Yeah. So, yeah, should be good.
0: So, are they all on canvas?
1: They are, yeah, yeah. at this point.
0: Are they, are they stretched yet, or you guys got... Uh,
1: no. I've taken two to the framer that I'm going to... Like, after I go to Melbourne, I'm going to fly back to... Gold Coast and then drive to Sydney with the two there's two that are a little bit smaller that fit in my car but the really big ones I rolled up and posted to Sydney a while ago so once I get down there i got to do something with them mm. but I haven't exactly figured out what yet
0: Yeah, it's a good way of doing it I think like, um, like I've, I've done a lot of canvas work here and as you can see I've yeah. got a lot of space <laughs> and um, like yeah, staple them to the wall and paint mm. them and then roll them up and put them aside and then staple another one and do it and then when the show comes up, it's like, you just bust yeah. them all out, stretch them all and, exactly. and do it. But yeah, like, I got like I got right into doing all the wooden panels for the last show and I've got a few left over, but like just everything's like, lots of work on paper that's framed and then yeah. wooden panels and when you're um, <laughs> storing them, it yeah, really eats into you. Yeah, food. well, just because so, of
1: the size of these ones, I knew that if I would have any hope of taking them anywhere, they'd have to be something I could disassemble yeah. or whatever. So um I got quotes to get it all framed and couriered, but because the show's only for four days, just wasn't really worth it. Like I, I'll do, I'll do I'll hang them, like I'll make sure they're hung well, but I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't really worth um, like just the courier expenses to take them down there, bring them back, and then do whatever else for them from there. Once they were put into good frames, was didn't really seem like a good idea. So. I just rolled them up and sent them down there and then I'll go figure it out there.
0: What about about pricing them? Because they're so big, you sort of Um,
1: price them well. Yeah, I've already figured all that out in my head. I've actually already sold one um, to a guy and yeah, I don't know. I'm not, like I said, I don't really want to sell them. Like I'm not doing them to sell them but I will if the right person wants them but because of the size they're pretty, like not only the size I've just put a lot of lot of effort into this work and it's in the past the stuff i've done has been a little bit more fun and shit but this is um more important stuff to me so i'm and because i can roll it up i'm quite happy to keep this work or like give them to specific people or something or i think i i think they will be it might be sort of like they're available if you inquire and stuff but the objective is not really to sell it yeah uh, there's a few smaller, like I'm gonna take some books down and I've done two smaller works that I'll have for sale and then the big stuff I'm a little bit undecided like I, I've I've sold one privately already to a guy that I've known for a long time that really wanted it and then the other ones I'm just doing it to show them at this point.
0: Yeah, like I've um I've heard heard a thing like through Roan and also through Lister, like they um. When they do a body of work, they always keep their favorite one yeah. themselves. It's yeah, I've like- done
1: the same thing in the past. Um, this, this, like, I've done it in the past, just like not really thinking about it so much, or just being like, oh, I like that. I'm not, not going to sell that one. But with these ones specifically, there's one or two that I do really want to keep, and I probably wouldn't sell them. So, yeah, I don't know. I haven't mm. thought that far ahead, but I think that's a good idea. I think it's cool to have, you know, people like the more shit you do and the more time goes by you look back at stuff and you're like oh, I wish I knew where that was or I wish I could go see it and stuff and I'm starting to really notice that a lot more like I'll look back at photos of things I did three or four years ago and wish that I kept it or <laughs> did something else with it so I'm trying to be a bit more conscious of that now
0: yeah, because people always say, oh, you can just paint another one, but you don't. Nah. You don't, no. you, you just move forward, like nah. onwards, upwards, like all this sort yeah. of stuff. You There's never, no very way very I could do the better. same shit twice, like, yeah.
1: even if I wanted to. Yeah. I think if you could just do another one, then it probably isn't your best work, because mm. if you're trying that hard, then you shouldn't be able to replicate it perfectly.
0: Yeah. So, um so you sent me a uh, a book a while back like Porcelain Paradise that's right yeah it's um like it's a really cool book you know like I like, I like there was a lot of hand finished elements to yeah. it you had like Polaroids in there and
1: yeah that was the book from the last from November's show like the the exhibition accompanied the release of that
0: yeah um so I really liked how you you painted the big canvas and chopped up into pieces and the cover was made out of that yeah, yeah like yeah. lots of really cool elements you know? yeah I
1: did it I put a lot of effort into it. It was a ongoing project. Like I, because I traveled a lot for those two years, I had all this stuff that I hadn't really shared properly, and I was trying to use Instagram and Facebook and stuff less. And I had a lot of photos, and I wasn't sure what to do with them. I want, like, I knew that I wanted to use them for something, and then I, I put that together, and it just made sense to do a lot of like, like you said, like the, the polaroids and. I put, I tried to make the finished product like a piece of work, sort of, less. The book was kind of 50%, you saw the thing. There was a lot of effort that went into the packaging and the rest of it. So I wanted like each rather than, because I'd just been painting walls and painting stuff the whole time I was away, that was how I could package it. Yeah. So that's how I decided to showcase everything I'd been doing for the last last year or whatever. Um, I felt like a book was the best way to put it all together and then I wanted to make it I'd done a few books in the past I wanted to make it a little bit more personal and make sure there was a bit of artwork to go with it so like I did the canvases on the walls uh, that were part of paintings and filmed it and stuff and chopped them up and made the covers out of that and then I had extra Polaroid photos and stuff that I'd taken in different places and just made little booklets from all and stickers and whatever got it to a point that I was happy with it and that was it
0: yeah That's, it came out really nice like I remember getting it in the mail and thinking it was just going to be a did Zing you know how to open I it
1: so many it? people yeah, yeah, yeah. emailed me and they were like I nearly ripped it I didn't
0: know no no, no no no, I got, I got it straight away right,
1: cool yeah credit to you <laughs> I've,
0: I've worked in packaging <laughs> oh sweet yeah
1: yeah I had a few emails from people like it's fucking sweet once I opened it but I nearly broke it yeah and because it was pretty you know the string was tying it together and yeah I, want, I had that you know when you watch like movies and someone finds a treasure chest with some crazy looking book inside it that's real valuable I had I was trying to go for that kind of look
0: yeah no I think you accomplished it and I was talking I was showing to to a couple of guys in the studio today yeah and everyone was like having a smell of it and all that because you can smell (laughs) the canvas and and the paint and everything it's like it's 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 really cool you know sweet yeah and um yeah like what I was talking to you yesterday about uh your photos and everything and you were saying that you um you know, you're not a photographer you're just someone that likes to take photos but as i was showing it to people it was like oh you know he's great he's a great photographer yeah
1: you know? <laughs> yeah i don't know i got a complex yeah. with that i think because yeah, yeah. like i love taking photos i always have but a lot of my really close friends that i've traveled with and been to lots of places with have been professional photographers so we'll go to the same like specifically my friend jacob um He and a couple other people, Selena and Callie, I was in America with. And I've always been places, because we're painting, there'll be some photographer there capturing what we're doing. And we'll go on some trip to some cool place and take photos. And afterwards, you look at their pictures and they're 10 times better than yours. So I've got that comparison in my head. But if somebody's only seen my photo, they're like, oh, that's sick. But I've seen the other pictures and mine always feels secondary to whatever because i don't know as much about it and i just use you know the point and shoot and like i like taking photos but um i probably wouldn't claim photography as my yeah first and foremost thing
0: i agree you can have a good eye for it and you can take some good photos and then it's only once you're around an actual photographer you realize you you realize the difference yeah it's like oh shit. (laughs) we went
1: to i went to like cuba and mexico and new york and stuff for a couple of months with Jacob and he had heaps of different cameras with him and the whole time we're both taking photos I remember at the end of it thinking like yeah I've got so many sick photos and stuff and then going through the shit he saw and looking at his pictures it looked better than I remembered and way better than my photos and I'm just like
0: oh man I suck at this
1: (laughs) in comparison
0: do you feel that like um like painting graffiti and stuff like that has put you in a and and also with all the traveling has put you in a lot of um positions to take good photos of where, where regular photographers wouldn't yeah, be
1: if you know what i mean definitely that there's a lot that's what i mean i've i've studied photography a little bit but i've never i've never spent much time figuring too much out it's just the situations and the places and stuff that they're really good photo opportunities like i haven't i haven't put a lot of time into trying to get good photos or just take photos of everything i see and collect them over, the, you know, over the years. And obviously, like, it's not that difficult if where you are looks cool. You just take a picture of it.
0: So you, you were telling me earlier that you like to, um, like work really hard for a, a stint, and then and then go off and uh, get get out of town for a bit. Yeah. Like, like, where where do you normally go?
1: Oh, I'm in Melbourne right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It just depends. I went to Bali a couple of weeks ago that was for a job but I painted the whole time I was there actually just wherever you know at the time like I said if I'm traveling moving around and stuff I can't just sit down for two hours and do a quick canvas and like I have to put a lot of time in it if I'm going to paint a canvas or something I'm going to spend quite a lot of time on it and I don't really have an idea of what it is supposed to look like it's not that really like for me it's not an easy procedure it's i got to sort of commit to it and I don't know how long it'll take and stuff. So if I'm doing that, then that's all I'm doing and I've got to be in the right place to do it and stuff. And then if I'm travelling, there's no point trying to do a quick canvas or whatever because I'm never happy with them if I do it like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been going wherever.
0: Yeah. And do you go for, like, like in Porcelain Paradise, you covered off a lot of... Um <laughs> A lot of countries and a lot of cities. Yeah, but like it was like a week in each one. Do you, do you usually yeah. go for like? Short but with that,
1: meetings? I took I took a week. Like that wasn't an eight week period. That was over the space of a long time. But they, I picked out my favorite eight weeks, oh, okay. and I put them together. So yeah. like, I spent last year, I spent three months in Perth, one month in New Zealand, four months in Europe, um, and then the rest I was in Australia, in Sydney, and. Sydney and Brisbane and Gold Coast, I think. Oh, Wollongong. And, like, a couple Australian places. But, yeah, I just chose... I chose eight weeks, like, my eight favourite weeks and my eight favourite... Like, I filled a page up. So the... I don't know. People haven't seen the book, I guess. So it's it's basically supposed to be a photo journal with some notes and stuff from places I took. And I went through my personal journal that I'd kept for the year, chose eight weeks from eight different cities and then got the photos to go with it and put the book together to showcase um, the two months, my favorite two months of the 12 month year. But yeah, I guess looking at it, it looks pretty quick. I wouldn't go to Europe for a yeah, week. I was gonna it's say, too it's too far. It was like, bang, bang, yeah. bang, it's like. Sure, nah, I lived this in guy's... Copenhagen for a couple months, Yeah. Um, but I just chose yeah. my favorite.
0: Because because I read it as like week one, week two, yeah. Week you would have days. thought it like, was, was insane. Like, I, was, I was like, man, this guy <laughs> no, will, no. he was spent like a month in bed after that. <laughs> <weekend. laughs> yeah, no, no way. Yeah, but um, but like when you went when you went traveling, did you go solo? Uh,
1: yeah, I had, um, yeah, I met I met people in each place. I had stuff, like I wasn't—I didn't go on any trips last year for just for a holiday. They were all related to work and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I had things to do in each place, and then the results from that book are like my personal stuff. Yeah. But I was in all those places for specific things yeah. and meeting people there.
0: So out of all the places you've been, like you've been to, like around across the states and the Europe. Yeah, yeah, I've been to America sort of a
1: couple times now. Mm. Um, Europe, a couple times and stuff. Yeah. I travel like I left the Gold Coast when I was eighteen or nineteen. Went to Melbourne. And then I was based in Melbourne, but I, I pretty much only had like six month leases and I left every winter um, to go to Europe or America and stuff and New Zealand and things like that. And then I, I kind of didn't have another house. Like I didn't have a permanent house for about six years. So I, the longest place I stayed would be three months over that period. And now, is, now I've been back in one place for, I guess, almost a year. That's the longest period in the last Seven or eight years that I've stayed in one place.
0: Yeah. So always travelling around. You got any uh, good good travel stories?
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't a, know. What?
0: Any, any, any that comes to mind? You've travelled a lot, you know. Yeah, like, I, know, w- I know. Lots of shit happens Yeah, That's... travel stories are awesome. Um, yeah, you got you got one? <laughs> uh, hit me.
1: Okay. There's a lot of different stories. Lots of stuffs happened, obviously. Um. One of my favourite things I did a couple years ago with a bunch of my friends when we were in Berlin. We had to get to Copenhagen to go to Distortion Festival. I don't know if you've been there. Nah, It's like nah. a street party that goes on for a couple of days and a lot of the people didn't have any money and stuff, so we rode bikes for like a week or something, you know, a couple hundred k's a day with not very much stuff, really shit bikes. That was definitely one of the funnest weeks I've had. Um, what else okay Uh, yeah we drove around New Zealand last year that was good like I've been to Auckland heaps of times got a lot of friends there but I never really left the city and then we hired a car and drove around the whole North Island that was cool there's lots of bad stories as well from you know good, good things bad things there's lots of like graffiti related stuff that's happened in the past with police and jail and fights and like the shit you shouldn't brag about but it's a good story yeah. for later on um and then yeah I don't know I don't know where to th- Cuba was really good Cuba was like probably the coolest place I've been we spent a month there me and four of my friends three of my friends and traveled around the island and that was like 2012 or 13 or something when it was you know like no internet no fast food no hostels no And we didn't know any of that going into it either. We'd just been in Mexico and met across there. And um, that was fucking really fun. Yeah. I feel like it's changed a lot since then because they've got Airbnb now and might have got in just in the nick of time to have, like, a really good experience. Had some crazy shit happen there with cars breaking down in the middle of nowhere. And we went to a nightclub that was inside a cave. And you had to go down like really deep into the bottom of this mountain and there's a Cuban dance club at the bottom of it with glass floors and everything was just rock and they had like I don't know, it, it looked it didn't seem like it was it's I don't know, it was fucked up. Yeah. But it was fun. It was just dirt roads up this mountain and with like carts with people selling mojitos and shit. And it felt like we were gonna get in a lot of trouble. Like it, it felt like a horror movie or something and then you just walk for an hour or so and end up inside a cave and there's just some cuban dj up in like a glass box and all these people with no shoes on and no shirts on going crazy we were the only white people in there and like oh no there was actually there was a few of us. There's people from some english people and stuff there that we'd met and there's a big group of like tourists that went together but
0: yeah it was
1: that was pretty cool
0: so do you have any um like up and coming projects Things, things on the go oh, apart, just, apart from the yeah. exhibition obviously that's yeah. it
1: at the moment I'm working on a few cool things like just uh, collaborations I guess with a couple of different companies um, doing some clothing and some paintings and yeah it's all real like I, I've tried to not set anything for after this mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do for the rest of the year just yet but I wanted to have this show and then I was thinking about coming to Melbourne and doing a show here afterwards with the same work, like taking it to Melbourne, but I don't think I will now. I'm just going to focus on the Sydney one.
0: Yeah. So, um, so where's the uh, best place for people to see art online? Uh, online. i got a website.
1: It's just johnkart.com. I don't update that very often though. I'm actually in the process of building a new one at the moment. And I've got Instagram, johnkart. Um, yeah, Facebook, same thing. It's all... J-O-H-N-K-A-Y-E-A-R-T.
0: Yep. No worries. And, um, and you know, give your exhibition a plug.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I've got the flyer here. It is 263 Crown Street, Surrey Hills, on the 6th of April, and it starts at 6 o'clock. And then we're doing the pop-up store over the weekend, which is the 7th to the 9th, from 11 till 5.
0: Cool. Yeah. Right. So, uh... Thanks for uh, taking the time to sit down and have no a chat No worries, with us. It's Thank good, you. It's good to have you in town because we've spoken about doing this for a long time. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's uh, always it's better to... to do it face-to-face. Exactly. Yeah. With a beer in hand. True. <laughs> all right, thanks. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you will find all previous episodes and images of the guests' artwork. Also, follow us on Instagram, talk. There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast. Bench Talk's also streaming on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just simply search for Bench Talk Podcast. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to rate and review. It helps get the word out. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.